Wow. I'll have to check so, that out. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I wanted that I was something, something that was on today. my mind. All right. We are Kirby. Ball <laughs> or something today. I'm just a bill and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill as I listen to episode number 149 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the Admiral of Artificial Intelligence, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the Kashakton are you? You know what? I'm doing great. Uh, actually, some uh, folks uh, from the industry retired actually came through Kashakton and they're in town today. And so I'm having a chance to, to visit with uh, Julie Aldrich who uh, used to be with halo. And so that's really cool. Yep. And I will tell you that every once in a while, when you say the number of mm-hmm. uh, episodes, it strikes me. And so 149, mm-hmm. that means we're almost at 150. That's, that's kind of crazy, is, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Next week we'll be, uh, some people would call it the sesquicentennial. I will call it the Sasquatch sensational. Um, but yeah, we are at 150 almost. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. Not much longer than when we eclipse our other, uh, our, our previous iteration of a podcast, which, you know, not not going to mention. But, you know, Kirby, you know, we, we this podcast is different than what we did before. And sure. you and I both thrive on doing things differently. And, and I don't know about you, but that got me to thinking. And so I was thinking I'd like to do something a little different for our sponsor today. So Kirby, I've got a quiz for you. Okay, cool. So are you ready? I'm going to give an actual quote from a Sage rating, and I'm going to see if you can guess guess which supplier they're talking about. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Very easy to work with and an excellent company. They also have a ton of American-made products. You and your clients will be happy campers if you use Company X. Kirby, Mm. Name Company X. That's got to be Evans, right? That's got to be Evans. Way <laughs> to go, Kirby. Got to <laughs> be Evans. Right, you are. In an increasingly complex world, Evan has made it so much easier than ever to work with them. And then that, now that they're part of the HPG family of companies, Evans remains solely focused on making every single transaction as frictionless as possible. That alone is enough to partner with Evans. But when you factor in their beautifully crafted and thoughtfully decorated merchandise, it's really a no-brainer to work with Evans, isn't it, Kirby? It really is. Uh, and again, I, we've talked about this before, but I think it's worth repeating. There's plenty of moving parts. There's pl- plenty of complexity in our industry. And so when you can work with a supplier that makes it simple, makes it easy, there's so much value in that. Absolutely. Kirby, I couldn't have said it better myself. Again, when you want to work with a supplier that's always amazing and con- consistent, Take some stress away by visiting our friends at Evans Manufacturing by going to evans-mfg.com. Okay, Kirby. So we're episode number 149, one away from the Sasquatch sensational episode <laughs> next week. You have the upfront this week. Uh, I would love to know what's on your mind. In fact, I'm not the only one who wants to know. There's two other listeners that would like to know as well. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I was kind of looking around the industry uh, as the the promo up front, and I, I uh, actually got 
uh, a text message yesterday. I was actually on the road yesterday meeting with clients. So I wasn't checking email. I wasn't, I was in the moment and I got a, a text message from our pal Javier Melendez uh, congratulating me and Hospital Marketing on being named one of the greatest places to work in the industry. And so I bring that up a little self-serving, but I was like blown away by it. This was the first time that our team had ever applied. Um, and yeah. so I really excited to see that. And so there's a bunch of great companies. I think it's 67 companies this year. Yeah, I think were so. Named. I saw the list. Um, and so I guess without it just being uh, yay us uh, topic, I wanted to kind of say, you know, these are, I love lists like this. I love awards like this. I'm curious though, for a, a list like this, like great places to work in the industry, what does it mean? Does it really matter? Uh, what so, do you think? So let's start off with yay, Hossman Marketing. <laughs> that's a, uh, honestly, that's a fantastic honor. Of all the lists, and there's a ton of lists uh, that have been coming out for years. There's new lists all the time. The ones I really actually like are these ones. Mm -hmm. They're not ranked, right. right? There's no, how do you rank? This is a better place to work than that's a better place. To work. Right, right, I don't right. like ranked lists unless it's solely about hard numbers that can be quantified. Yeah. Okay. I don't. And I mean, I've been consistent with that for, yep. for at least three weeks. So <laughs> I want to be very clear on that. Now I've been consistent with that forever. I don't like ranked lists unless it's just based on numerical data that can be verified. However, I love a list like this that recognizes companies where employees enjoy working in the organization. I yeah. think it's a wonderful thing. Um, and I think it's a testament to the good a company can put out in the industry and to their employees. So to answer your question, is it a is it meaningful? Is it, what does it mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means that the people who work at the companies that are on that list, whether it's year one or year 15 or somewhere in the middle or not, you know, it doesn't matter. It means that the employees enjoy being part of the organization. Yeah. And I think any of us who have worked for other people can say, can't can't say we've always enjoyed that. Right. You know, right. I, I can say that. I'm sure you can too. That's number one. The other thing is it's it's nice validation, I think, for leadership, such as yourself in this case. And this isn't self-serving. This is it is what it is. Mm. It's validation that your approach to how you work with your team members, how you work with your employees, your how whatever you call them, it works. Mm. It works. So I, I I think these lists do matter. These type of lists, again, unranked, because there's no reason to rank it. It's just right, alphabetical right. list. I like this a lot. Yeah, I will tell you, um, it's so. This is a list I've admired for many years, and I've been like, man, I that that's I aspire to be uh, one of the, right. the companies that's on this. And so, uh, this was the first year that uh, our team applied. Um, I was fascinated. Like I, I knew at one point that someone was applying. I think it was Emily or my Jade. I'm not sure, but one mm -hmm. of them applied. They said something to me about it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I haven't heard a single thing since, right. but I know now that my employees have. And I thought that was kind of interesting. So they yeah. like a, the employees have to nominate and B like, I know Dustin's filled out surveys and questionnaires mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool. 
I, I actually yeah. uh, said to Dustin, I'm like, we've won pyramid awards. We've done, you know, we've got other, you know, um, acknowledgements that have been wonderful. This is the thing that's the coolest to me. Um, so I'm mm -hmm. really, really, really excited about it. And, and, you know, does it move the needle? It's fascinating. I actually had somebody reach out to me on LinkedIn uh, yesterday afternoon uh, a, that expressed a, an interest in working with us. Now, I don't know if that works well, out. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's a fit or whatever, but that was really interesting to me. It doesn't matter if it works out. What matters is that it now has another avenue open for you to uh, fill your staff, to grow your yeah. business, right? Tell your story. So, too, yeah. yeah, it's a great, I think it's great. So congratulations to Thanks, you. Uh, congratulations to all the great companies that made the list this year. Um, again, that's a list I generally really like. I don't rail awesome. against it. There are other lists I don't. <laughs> we're talk about that. We're going to talk about that next week. There's your okay. teaser, kids. Okay, cool. I'm excited. Um, you know what, though? I got to. I'm pretty fired up for you. I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm pretty fired up. <laughs> Thanks, man. I got to amp up the podcast just a bit more. Just yeah. a bit. Hey, distributors, have a question for you. Is your marketing working? If you can't answer that question with an immediate yes, then you need to reach out to our pals over at Promo Pulse. There's some alliteration for you. Yep. They can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy. You customize it, you set it, you forget it in only five minutes. That's right. Learn more over at promopulse.io slash amp. You won't be sorry you did. All right, Kirby. So I kind of mentioned to you, and I've sent you something, so very rarely do we uh, share what we're going to talk about. This week's a little different. I wanted to talk about how some of the AI programs are not only permeating our industry, but permeating life. Mm -hmm. And so I had asked Kirby very cryptically um, to, uh, what, Kirby, what's your dream car? And he took my Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He, he said, he said a uh, red Porsche 911, which was one of my dream cars growing up. I still love it. No. But I have another dream car. So I, I I took that information. And then I shared with him what my dream car was, which is a 1962 uh, convertible blue Corvette. Would love that car. And so within 90 seconds, I went to a company called MidJourney, which I have a subscription to, and created these beautiful, realistic paintings almost of them, almost look like photography, yeah. of our dream vehicles, one in downtown Coshocton, Ohio for Kirby, and one in downtown Franklin, Tennessee for me. And I did that, and it's on the cover. It'll be on the cover of the podcast today, so you can see these two two pictures, uh, Kirby's dream car and my dream car. And I did this to to kind of show Kirby how quickly things are changing. Not that he doesn't realize that, but just really to underscore it. So I want to talk a little bit about ChatGPT. We all know, I think a lot of people know what that is, right? It's yeah. the kind of conversational AI engine uh, that a lot of people are, are using or looking to use for marketing. And then I want to talk about MidJourney, which again, MidJourney is kind of a chat GPT, but based on graphic, you give it a certain prompt mm -hmm. and it will render their, the uh, artificial intelligence interpretation of it. So now that I've overly explained what I want to talk no, about, that's good. Kirby, I want to ask, you know, well, before I sent you the pictures, were you even familiar with MidJourney? No, this is the first time here. Okay. So I think this is one of those things that is going to really, really, really permeate what we do in very, very quickly. And I think you saw the power behind it because yeah. literally within four minutes of you giving me your car, I sent you back a fully rendered picture of it. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, 
but chat GPT, are you, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Are, are you aware of chat GPT? Obviously. Yes. Yep. Are you using it? How are you using it? Why are you using it? Yeah. I'd and then say, I'll answer the same questions. Yeah, no, it's fair. Uh, so yes. Um, and, and uh, there's uh, chat GPT and then there's variations of it. Um, I would say, mm -hmm. yes, our team is using it more than I specifically am using it. So how are we using it? Um, so like, for example, we will post for uh, other people. We, we, we do digital marketing mm -hmm. for some of our clients. And, sure. you know, I think one of the challenges as a human is you, it, gosh, you start to sound the same with every post, right? So sure. we'll utilize it mostly for, okay, write me a Facebook post about this, or, you know, we'll even put in right. maybe the article, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that helps kind of stimulate some creativity. Most of the time we have to modify it, make it a little humanized. Um, sometimes right. we actually have to completely change it because it's sure. not on the money, but that's one of right. the most specific ways that we're doing it. Now, I will tell you, this is actually kind of, I think you'll appreciate this. So, you know, that I've been doing this target marketing playbook. So Correct. I actually went in and gave it. Hey, these are the the tenants. Here's the the mm -hmm. acronym. Here's what it's about. And I, I was like, write me an ebook for this. Mm -hmm. Wasn't great, but it was a fascinating way to start yeah. the process. So it wrote, and I said, write a ten thousand word um, ebook because mm -hmm. I just wanted to see how it would go. Right. Um, candidly, right. it wrote fifteen hundred words. It right. You know, but it was like. It was a wonderful jumping off point that then I was like, oh, okay, I need to fill in here. I need to do this. But for me, the way we're using it is really like, hey, help us ideate and then we'll right. create from there. So that I think that answers your question. Yeah, no, it, it does. And that's really how I'm using it too. So uh, I'll talk about mid journey a second for chat GPT. I use it to stimulate creativity. Mm -hmm. um, I sometimes use it to stimulate creativity for uh, email subject lines I'm yeah, writing on behalf of clients. That's a help. But I have yet to copy and paste. Yeah. And honestly, I don't want to do that. What I want to use it for is an input for me to interpret because AI at this point, and, and maybe it'll get there, maybe it will not. I don't know. Can't understand the tone and tenor of my client's voice. Right. I do. Um, so I can I know what works and what won't. So there's your mileage may vary. Big but time, I yeah. think chat chat GPT can be an incredible launch point for creativity. To me, I look at it very much as an accelerant to my own creativity. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you're bouncing between projects. It's hard to think, okay, okay, I was doing this and now I've got to do that and nope. jumping around. I find that that shortens that gap a lot. Yeah, I like and that. so um, I do subscribe to ChatGPT, again, just for ideation. It's yeah. almost like a virtual teammate. That's the way yeah. I look at it, you know? I like that. So I, I like that. Okay. Mid-journey is a little different. You put in a prompt and in Midjourney, the way it works, it's not like you go to midjourney.com. It's it's wonky. You have to go through a server service called Discord, which if you're not familiar with, a lot of gamers use Discord when they record their videos. People play games on you know for hours and hours on end and mm -hmm. they use Discord for that. And it's a so almost like a social media service. But you use a mid-journey server through Discord and you use a specific prompt. So for example, for your car i just put imagine backslash which is how you started off uh you know uh porsche 911 uh cherry red downtown coshocton ohio uh autumn 
Um, and then I put a couple other things because, again, I'm just watching everybody else and see what they're doing. So it's how I'm learning it. Right. And it came out with your picture. From the, my business, what I am using it for, and I've used it a couple times, is if I want a specific background for something, I, I, and I can't find a, a picture to use for that, or I don't want to spend an hour in Illustrator making it. Right. If I just want a background, I found that very helpful for that, mm-hmm. whether it's a podium or, <coughs> excuse me, bless yeah. me, bless me, bless, bless you. you, bless us all. Bless us. God all. bless us, everyone. <laughs> um, but if you, you know, for a beach background or I want mm-hmm. an autumn setting, something like that for, for more of a lifestyle photo, it's, it's great for that. Okay. For other things, it's incredibly wonky. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I can tell you when you put people in there, a lot of times they come out with six fingers, you know, okay. say, I want, you know, this person to look like this. So again, a lot of it is it's, it's, it's crazy how scary fast is. And it's also crazy how scary accurate is for standing objects still struggles a little bit with humans. Um, but my point, I guess, with all of this is, and this is the first time you've heard of mid journey yeah. and maybe you'll, maybe you'll explore it. Yeah, Maybe you sure. won't, yeah, but I, I, I will for game, sure. <laughs> yeah, I see it as a game changer for graphic design and, yeah. and especially in our industry for virtuals. Now, one of the reasons I'm, I'm 53, I, you know, why am I learning this stuff? Because I don't want to be left behind. Of course. Yeah. Um, I don't care what, you know, so here's my mini rant about AI. Cause a lot of people are like, I don't want to know anything about it. I, it's weird. It's scary. It is scary. I am not going to lie. It is scary. Uh, I can, uh, I, I'll, I can show you Kirby later. Some people that look incredibly realistic. Again, you can kind of figure out how to make people look really realistic and they don't, they're not people that exist. It's scary. Right. Yeah. Same thing with chat GPT. You can have it sent, you know, have it put out things that sound, they are very human-esque, but if you don't adopt, or at least let me not adopt, if you don't try to learn these new technologies, you will be left behind yeah. because they're not going away. Right. The internet didn't go away. Cell phones didn't go away. Nothing's going away. So whether you like where we're heading or not, and that's not what we're going to debate today, mm-hmm. that's where we're going. Yeah. We're going yeah. in this direction. So I think it's important to be an early adopter of new technologies, especially the ones that scare us. But yeah. you have to be careful with them. They're not perfect. As you and I both talked about, Yeah, great for ideation, and they're perfect for ideation. But man, for a final product, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, well, it, I I don't know if you saw it. This was probably um, this was a couple weeks ago. It was probably before the cruise and before, mm-hmm. before that. We yeah. I we had a video. I, I actually can't even remember. I'll go back on Facebook and and send it to you. But it was a, a video okay. of me doing. Oh, I think it was a pop up display. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I remember let's, that. Let's let's do a um, a. a a Facebook post about it. Yeah, there was a and fast it, video about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah and but it came up. Chat GPT came up with me being um, a group of women in Kenya who are improving yeah. the water situation, and it was a moving documentary. And I was like, right, okay, well, maybe that's not right. maybe that's not exactly right. So I've heard no. you say your mileage may vary, um, and that's yeah. right. I would say too, you know, the thing that's got me thinking is it's going to evolve the way that that people search for things. Um, and, uh, you know, and Google comes up with a page of stuff and here's a bunch of suggestions. And I think AI will come to a point where it's like, this is the answer. And it's Which, like, I think from a branding perspective, we better get really good at branding if we want to be yep. the answer. And that's what's sort of on my mind about it. 
100%. And, you know, I look at like, especially mid journey, what a great opportunity it'll be when, once it gets more evolved for virtuals. Now, right now, if, if you look closely at the pictures that I put on the cover of the podcast this week, you can tell that there, you know, it looks like downtown Coshocton. So it looks like downtown Franklin, but if you zoom in the names on the stores, they're gobbledygook. They make no yeah. sense. They don't not, do words yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. But it's... And, and I, I, like you can't put, I want to see Kirby Hass Hossman wearing an Adidas hat and expect it to look like Kirby Hossman and it will not use the Adidas logo. Mm. Um, you know, things like that. If I, even something as simple as I want uh, candles with a specific number on a photorealistic cake, isolated on a back black background using a Nikon 50 millimeter lens, blah, 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 blah. A lot of times the numbers don't show up. So, I mean, yeah. it definitely is a, your mileage may vary. So, I guess what I think Kirby and I, I don't want to speak for Kirby, which means I'm absolutely about to. Absolutely. Don't be don't be so afraid of new emerging uh, technologies, new emerging uh, tools that you don't at least familiarize yourself with them. Because a year ago, I had no idea what Chat GPT is, and right. I'm certainly no expert on it, but I'm well versed enough that I can talk to my clients about it. Yeah. Same thing. As soon as I figured out what Mid Journey is. I, uh, I, I looked, you know, yeah, and figured no, out. Man. In fact, if you go, if you go to the brand of a social media feed, I put in a, a Cinco de Mayo post, uh, that was a, um, a fake drink and it looks hundred percent real. Wow. I'll have to check so, that out. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I wanted, that was something, something that was on my mind. We all Kirby <laughs> all something today. What do you have? Do you have any other topics for us? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this is just um, this. I didn't intend for this to be a topic, but it's so yeah. I, you know, I, I read a lot of books and I listen to a lot of books. So Audible is my friend. I love going to Audible. I'm actually at a place where I need to get a book and I have a credit. And so, hmm. so I'm ready to, to look. And I was yeah. looking at a couple different books and I'm fascinated by reviews at this point. So mm -hmm. I, I, I love that we have reviews and I can hear from other people, hopefully who've purchased the book and reviews are really important in all of our businesses. But I, I, I'm wondering if mm -hmm. we've skewed like sites are almost now seem to be going too far showing mm -hmm. you the negative ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I actually mm -hmm. got, I, I, I screenshotted this cause I, it kind of blew me away. So mm -hmm. I, for the book atomic habits, which mm -hmm. I've read pieces of, but I've never read the whole thing. So I'm like, oh, I'll go down the rabbit hole and see what that is. So I'm going to, um, let me see if I can find it. I want to say that they had 180,000. Okay. Yeah. 108,000 five-star reviews. Okay. 108,000 five-star reviews for that book. It's a, it's a best-selling book. Um, and there's 13,000, four stars to three stars, you know, much fewer, so, so on and so forth. Yeah. So in other words, 108,000 five-star mm -hmm. reviews and yep. 382 mm -hmm. one-star reviews. Mm -hmm. The first six reviews I read mm -hmm. were all negative. Yeah. Like that blew me away. And, and I'll tell you, yeah. you know what I didn't do? I didn't buy the book. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm like, okay. I understand you want to show both sides of any argument, but I, it is sure. fascinating to me how I feel like the reviews more and more are skewing toward negative, even though the math doesn't say it. So I guess 
my if there's a i think it's just interesting but i guess my question yeah. is are we skewing too far is the algorithm changing it so that we're we're showing more negative even though that's actually not what the reviews tell us probably um you know i we've talked about reviews and how critical they are on this podcast before mm -hmm. i think one of the concerning things about reviews you know we we, we reviews equate trust right, right? It, it's the town hall. It's the, hey, Kirby, there's a new restaurant that opened up down the street. I went to it. You got to go. Yep. And your friend tells you that. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go yep. give it a go tumble. Check it out. Yeah. Right. But now we have that globally with, with the review system. Yeah. And I wonder how many of those 108,000 are bots. I yeah. wonder. I immediately wonder that. Yeah. How many? I've never heard of the book. Okay. Yeah. Now, maybe that's a testament to my own idiocy, but I've never heard of the book. I don't know how many copies one has to sell to be called a bestseller, but 108,000 copies of a physical book is a lot these days. Well, so what I'd say is that's, so this is on audible. Okay. So it, it's, it, so when it's, when you're getting reviews, it's okay. overall performance and story. So just for what that's worth. Got it. Okay. So okay. It's well, digital. Then, then I'm, then I'm, I'm an idiot. No, but no, still, I it's didn't a lot. explain that. Yeah. No, no, but still it's a lot. Um, I wonder how many of them are real and how many are fake, but I do think, like I go to Amazon and Audible is part of the Amazon family of companies, yep. right? Yep. When I look at reviews, because I'll buy something that I haven't bought before, maybe it's a grill cover or maybe it's uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. I always look at the reviews, but I sort them and I want to look at the hot, I look at the top ones. I like the ones with pictures because I generally feel like those are accurate, right. good, bad, and different. Then I want to look at the negative reviews and then I sort, I do, so I do three ways. I want, I see all the ones with the pictures. Uh, not helpful with a digital audio book. I understand. Yeah. Um, I look at all the uh, positive reviews and then all the negative reviews, and then I sort them by most recent. Yeah. So, and, and then from there I have some sort of weird algorithm in my head that either I <laughs> click and buy yeah, yeah, or I right. don't, yeah. but now it's, it's, it's not so easy anymore. So I understand the, the, the quandary you have. You, yeah. You know, the, you saw enough negative reviews well, and maybe they were worded in a way that resonated with you. But to answer your question, I think so. I think we're definitely in a society. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Um, you know, Audible doesn't care if you buy that book or another book. They right. get paid no matter what. Um, and it's, and so I, I it's some a fascinating of the some thing. of the reviews are so stupid. Like, mm -hmm. I, and I guess that's I, I, I think though, Audible didn't like. I get what you're saying, but I didn't buy any book that day. So right. I think sometimes we're doing that and it's, it's almost to the negative. Cause I was like, like one of them was yeah. one, of, one of the critiques was yeah. like, this book could have been summed up in a sentence. And I'm like, well, no shit, asshole. That is what we want for every book. Like that, if, if it takes 60 pages to explain the concept behind the book, it's not a good, not a good book. You know what I mean? So I like yeah. some, of the, some of the critiques are just dumb. Well, the problem is and I've said this a million times in a million different ways on this podcast. And I think you agree with me. The problem is when you give everybody a voice, you give everybody a voice yeah. and not everybody is qualified to give a book review Yes, right. on that specific topic. Yeah. Right. We used to have movie reviewers like Siskel and Ebert, for example, mm -hmm. not saying they were the greatest movie critics of all time, but if they said a movie was good, I'd be more likely to go. Yeah. I don't know who reviews movies anymore from <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, right? Yeah. Um, but with the books, now with B2C uh, type of, of commerce, 
you have democratized the review system. So everybody's got a voice. So you, if you, and if you don't read them, sometimes a, a pack or a, a product would be a one-star review because the package was damaged, but the product was fine. Yeah. It, it, it's stupid stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, it honestly has created more work for right. me as a consumer than yeah, less yeah. work. Yeah. Fair. So down with the review system. <laughs> Anything think, else? Are we done? Yeah, I think, I think we done. can be done. We can be done. <laughs> Sounds like my kids when they're younger. Can we be done? <laughs> every time I, every time I, every time I try to give them. Now I would call it giving them thoughtful, fatherly advice. They call it a lecture. Yeah, I believe it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, can we be done? But I'll tell you what we can't be done with Kirby is recognizing a great partner in Evans for making all the lives of distributors easier because that's their focus. They have tremendous products, amazing decoration, and a team that's really dedicated on making your distributor life easier. Uh, I know the people there very well. I know you do as, as well. Good folks. We had some great times with them in, in Vegas. Just super sweet, super nice people that truly care about your business growth. So you want to partner with a company that really is invested in your growth, in great products and making your life easier. Look no further than Evans Manufacturing. You can visit them at evans-mfg.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. And again, I want to remind you, tune in next week because I am an angry SOB about something and I'm holding back for the Sasquatch sensational episode of the Promo Upfront Podcast. Can't wait. <laughs>